Hello and welcome to the SciQuick podcast. This podcast is all about answering some of science's biggest questions as quickly as possible. I'm your host, William Green, and together we'll become a little bit smarter in no time at all. Oh, and occasionally, when I'm not answering science's biggest questions, I'll be having some guests on to talk about what they think of science. And don't worry, I'll always love it. Anyway, without further ado, here's today's podcast. Why is the sky blue? It's an age-old question and one that, thankfully, has an answer. It's all down to Rayleigh scattering. There you go. Job done. Oh, wait, you want me to explain more? Uh, Okay, I got you. Right, well, if we want to know more, we need to understand more about light, and that requires a little trip back in time. When we talk about light, we tend to mean visible light, which is simply light we can see with our eyes. Visible light makes up only a small fraction of a large spectrum of different types of light, more commonly known as radiation. Examples of these include gamma rays, x-rays, radio waves and infrared radiation. We can't see these types of radiation, but they share the property that they are made up of waves. Wave theory is credited to Thomas Young, a British polymath in the 1800s. I didn't know what a polymath was either, but apparently it is someone who knows a lot about a lot of things. Young knew a lot about science, music and Egypt. Good to have a few hobbies, I suppose. Anyway, he devised an experiment to find out what light was made of. He set up a piece of card with another card placed in front, which had two slits cut in them a small distance away from each other, to allow light to pass through onto the back card. What he observed were fringes on the card where parts of the back card appeared bright, alternating with places where there seemed to be an absence of light. Why would there be dark spaces if you're shining light through onto the card? Where had the light gone? To understand this, You can imagine throwing two rocks into a pool of water at the same time, a small distance away from each other. When the rocks land in the water, they produce ripples on the surface. When the ripples from each rock reach each other, they can interact in a few ways. If both of the ripples are high above the water when they meet, they will combine to form a bigger ripple. After they've become this super ripple, not the technical term, the two waves carry on in the direction they were moving before they combined. The same happens if the two ripples are low in the water, they will form an even lower ripple. However, what happens when a high ripple and a low ripple meet? Well, when they combine, they appear to cancel each other out. The ripple becomes completely flat. Like the super ripples, once they've combined, the ripples continue on their merry way. We call the first type where two high or two low ripples combine constructive interference, as we're constructing a bigger ripple. The second type, where a high ripple and a low ripple combine, is called destructive interference, as it appears both ripples have been destroyed. This is what is happening with the light. The light is made up of waves, like the ripples of water, and when the light passes through the slits, they can combine in constructive interference and form the bright spots on the card. Likewise, they can undergo destructive interference and dark fringes appear on the card. This experiment proved that light is a wave, but what has this got to do with the sky being blue? Well, now we know that light is a wave, we can study what else happens to waves and see how that applies to the sky being blue. One person who was interested in light was Lord Rayleigh, who contributed many ideas to not only light, but to fluid dynamics and for his discovery of argon, the 18th element. He was investigating how a fellow scientist, John Tyndall, found that lights that had been scattered by small particles in a solution appeared to be slightly blue. Tyndall suggested this phenomenon must be the same one causing the sky to be blue, but he was unsure of why. A good question to ask right now would be, why would the colour be blue? We know that light is a wave, and that the light we can see is made up of a spectrum of colours. A rainbow shows this nicely, with all the colours being separated from white light into red, orange, yellow, green, blue 
indigo and violet. But what makes these different colours different? It's all to do with the properties of the waves, namely the wavelength. Wavelength describes the period in which the wave repeats its shape. You can imagine our water ripples again. One wavelength in this case would be the distance from two consecutive peaks on our ripple. Of course, you can take this distance from anywhere on the wave. You don't have to take it from the peak. You could take it from where the wave is lowest or where it is halfway between the two. For visible light, blue has the longest wavelength and red has the shortest. When sunlight, which is white light that contains all the colors passes through the atmosphere, the light undergoes scattering, which means that the light is absorbed and re-emitted in a number of directions by particles in the atmosphere. Lord Rayleigh found that the wavelengths of light which scattered most were the ones with the longest wavelength. In the case of sunlight, as it's made up of all wavelengths of light, this means that the blue will be scattered the most, making our sky blue. But why, you may ask, does the sky appear more reddish at sundown? Well, when the sun is low in the sky, the light has to travel through more of the atmosphere, due to the tighter angle of approach. As the light passes through the atmosphere, longer wavelengths are blocked by denser areas of the atmosphere, and so the light which is scattered the most stops being blue and becomes redder. Hey, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed it, why not give it a rating and a comment? That would really help me out. Also, you can check out my Cyclic blog with the link in the podcast description, which is regularly updated with news about the podcast and other fun stuff. Thanks again.